English with Rob. Hello there. Welcome to this, the first full-length English with Rob podcast. Before this episode, I released a shorter introductory episode in which I introduced myself and my ideas for this podcast. But this is the first time I'm making a full-length podcast and hopefully it's the first of many. So my name is Rob, obviously. This is the English with Rob podcast. I also have an English with Rob YouTube channel, English with Rob Facebook page and English with Rob Instagram account. So you can go and check out whichever one of those you would like to look at. What's happening in today's episode? Well, I have a theme today. The theme is going to the hairdressers, going to the hairdressers, because I went to the hairdressers for the first time in a long time at the beginning of the week. Because future listeners, if you're listening in the future, way a few weeks in the future or further, hopefully you're not living through the COVID-19, the coronavirus pandemic, which we are in right now. So normally getting your hair cut is an average, normal, boring activity. When I went at the beginning of the week, it was exciting because it had been a long time since I had been to the hairdressers. At the beginning of the pandemic, my hair was already quite long. Then it got crazy long as the hairdressers were closed. It got like Wolverine style crazy long. So I decided to shave it and I shaved my head with some clippers. It looked okay. It looked fine. But three weeks later, it did not look fine because it all grew back. So all of the hair on my head was the same length. I had no hairstyle. I had no shape. So at the beginning of this week, I was able to go back to the hairdressers, tell them exactly what I want. And now I feel normal again. I feel like I look okay again, finally. Okay, so I'm going to give you some useful vocabulary and phrases about going to the hairdressers so that you will be able to go to the hairdressers in the UK or anywhere in the English speaking world and you will be able to tell them exactly what you want and walk out of there with the hairstyle you want, not the hairstyle you don't want, not a hairstyle that makes you look crazy, stupid, um, ugly. I think a bad haircut can make you look ugly. Anyway, you can go with confidence that you will have what you want when you go home. After that, we will hear from my guest English teacher this week, Shireen. Shireen, an American English teacher from the Instagram, YouTube, Facebook accounts, and English nerd. And she is a great teacher. She's got some really useful resources on all of her social media. Definitely check her out. Then we will hear my phrasal verb of the week. Every week in this podcast, I aim to bring you a phrasal verb because phrasal verbs are something native English speakers use all the time and they are, hmm, are they useful? Yes, they're useful to help you sound more native and they are useful in that you will understand what native English speakers are saying when they use a verb like run, which you know, but then they say a phrase like run out of and you're thinking, wait, run, where did, who, who ran? Where? No, run out of means to have no more remaining of something. It's a phrasal verb. So every week I'll bring you a or some phrasal verbs. What else? Uh, after that, we will hear from some English learners. I want English learners to feature in this podcast. So every week on Facebook or Instagram, I'm going to ask you a question. And you are welcome to send me a voicemail, a voice message in response, telling me your answer to the question or telling me a short story about the theme. And I will put it in the next podcast and English learners can learn from each other. I will point out the great language you use and I will point out some language which we can improve. 
And at the end, I want to try to end every podcast with a grammar song, or at least until I run out of grammar songs. And this week, uh, I'm going to bring you a song from Grammar Rocks. Grammar Rocks is a really underrated YouTube channel. Underrated. That means this channel should have a lot more subscribers and viewers than it has. Not many people know about it, but it is really good. So I want to introduce that to you. And at the end of this podcast, we will hear a song from Grammar Rocks. So there you go. There's my long introduction. Now let's jump straight into some useful vocabulary and phrases about hairdressing. Okay, so the first thing I want to point out is that in English, you get your hair cut. This week, I got my hair cut. So I'm using the singular, and it might seem strange to some of you non-native English speakers because in many other languages you would say the equivalent of I'm going to get my hairs cut because I understand it they are cutting all of your hairs but in English we use the singular when I talk about all of my hair I say my hair I'm going to get my hair cut so if I tell you hey I'm going to get my hair cut later you might think oh really which one? Why just one hair? Just get all your hairs cut. But no, that's not what I mean. I'm going to get my hair cut. I'm talking about my whole head of hair. All of my hair. So where do you go if you want to get your hair cut? Or you can use the noun to get a haircut. Well, you go to the hairdressers. The hairdressers. You can also go to a barber's. A barber's is a hairdresser's, which is only for men. Uh, and the great thing about barber's is normally you don't need an appointment. Uh, you can just go in and wait. You could also go to a hair salon. A hair salon. And often in English we use French words. And if ever you hear a French word in English... It usually means it's more high class, more luxury. Another example is boutique. You can go and get your clothes from a shop, okay? But you could also go and buy some clothes from a boutique. And a boutique in English is a shop which is more, to use another French word, more chic, more stylish, more high class, more expensive more bespoke yes french words usually mean high class high quality luxury who is the person who cuts your hair well that is the hairdresser or the barber or you might call them a hairstylist a hairstylist and it's important to say i want to get my hair cut or i want to have my hair cut not I want to cut my hair because if you say oh my hair's really long I want to cut my hair tomorrow it means you are going to cut your hair yourself you're going to take the scissors or the clippers clippers are electric uh, shavers or a razor and you're going to do it yourself it's not a good idea many people have been doing that during the coronavirus pandemic and they have been finding it's not a great idea. I did it myself. I shaved my head. But I had to have my wife help me with the back. I just couldn't do the back bit. What can you have done? What are some services that the hairdressers offer? Well, you can have a trim. You can have or get a trim. And a trim is when you just have a little bit of hair cut off. Just a little bit of hair cut off. You're not changing your style or doing anything drastic. You're just making it the same style, but a bit shorter than it is to get or to have a trim. You can have highlights or lowlights. To get or to have highlights is when it's about colouring or dyeing your hair, but it's not the 
it's not all of the hair, it's just parts of your hair. Long strands, you can have them, you can have highlights, which means it's lighter than the rest of your hair, or you can have low lights, which means these bits are darker than the rest of your hair. If you want your hair to be curly, you can ask for a perm. A perm. I've never had a perm. I don't think I ever will have a perm. But if you have some long hair and you want it you want it to be really curly, you can say, I'd like a perm, please. You can have your hair layered. You can have your hair layered. That's difficult to explain. It's where some of the hair is longer and some of the hair is shorter and it gives your hair layers. To help you picture this, Jennifer Aniston in Friends, the really famous TV show, she was one of the first people to make this style popular, having your hair layered. So if you think about Jennifer Aniston's hair in the 90s, now too, I don't know. But in Friends, definitely, usually she had layered hair. Uh, I mentioned highlights and lowlights. So this is dyeing your hair. You can have your hair dyed or you can have your hair colored. You can have your hair thinned. You can have your hair thinned to make it thinner. Uh, this is something they do to me when I, I don't always ask for it. But sometimes they take out these scissors which don't have a blade. They have like blocks on serrated blocks and these are used to thin my hair what can you ask for what style can you ask for here are some hairstyles here's what i usually have a short back and sides a short back and sides which means it's short at the back it's short at the sides and it's a little bit longer on top um and normally when i ask for this i say I'd like a number two on the back and sides, please, and a bit shorter on the top. A number two refers to when they use the clippers, which are the electric, is the electric shaving machine. And like scissors, it's one thing, but we use the plural, so clippers. When they use clippers, they can put an attachment on the end. Some attachments make your hair very, very short. Some attachments make your hair not so short. If you have a number one, it's very short. If you have a number two, it's quite short. If you have a number three, it's not so short. Four, not as short as that. You get the idea. So I say number two on the back and sides, please. Another hairstyle is a bob. A bob. This is a hairstyle uh, mostly for women. And it's when women have hair to... The length of their neck or the jawline. Uh, the most, the person who is most famous for having a bob is the Vogue editor Anna Wintour. She always has a bob. Uh, you can get, you can have a fringe, a fringe for people with long hair. You can part your hair. You can have it all long, and just part it over your face. Or you can have a fringe, and a fringe is when you have a line of shorter hair on your forehead, above your eyes, so you don't have to part your hair on your face, you have a fringe. And Americans have another word for this. Americans call them bangs. So we use a singular, a fringe, but for some reason they use a plural, bangs. Um, I've never really had bangs because I've never had hair long enough to need bangs. Well, I wouldn't say bangs anyway, because I'm British. I've never had a fringe. I've never had a fringe. Okay, a side parting or a center parting. So I talked about parting your hair to send some of it to one side of your face or your head and to send the rest of it to the other side. If you part your hair in the middle of your head, then you have a center parting. If you part your hair on the side of your head, then you have a side parting. Here's another cut. For ladies, if you have a shorter haircut, then uh, that's sometimes called a pixie cut. A pixie cut. Uh, it's when it's very short, it maybe has some uh, spiky bits. Uh, it's like a pixie. What's a pixie? Don't know exactly, but it's like a fairy. It's a fantasy 
tiny person. Something else you can have at the hairdressers is a wash, cut and blow dryer. This is a service where they wash your hair, they cut your hair, and then they dry it with a hairdryer. A wash, cut and blow dry. What things, what tools might the hairdresser use? Well, scissors, they would use some scissors for sure. Clippers, I already mentioned, the electric razor. They might use some hair straighteners or curling tongs. And these are like, how can I describe them? Big scissors, which are hot, which have a hot plate on. This is hair straighteners. And curling tongs are like a hot rod, which the hair is curled around. Uh, and if you have highlights, another tool they might use is foils. They might use some foils. So foil, the, me the thin aluminium metal which you might wrap your sandwiches in. Uh, they put this on your hair to separate the parts which will be highlights and the hair dye goes into the foils. Okay, so there's some useful vocabulary, some... Uh, some things that they use, some hairstyles, and some parts of your hair. Now let me give you some useful phrases. So you can simply say, Hello, I'd like a... And then the hairstyle, please. Hello, I'd like a bob, please. I'd like a crew cut, please. I'd like a short back and sides, please. That's usually if you're going to change your style from the style you already have. So if you're walking in the hairdressers with long hair, you want to have short hair, you can say, I'd like to have a bob, please. Um, another phrase you might need if you're walking into a hairdresser you've never been to before is, do I need to make an appointment? Do I need to make an appointment? Or you can just say, do I need an appointment? And an appointment is when you have an arranged time to go. You can't just walk in from the street and wait for them to cut your hair. You need to have an appointment. Uh, you can say something like, just a bit shorter, please. Just a bit shorter. Or you can use the measurements. Please take about a centimeter off. Please take off about a centimeter. Or if you're in the USA, you might say an inch or half an inch because they don't use the metric system okay uh yeah i think that's all i think that's all the uh vocabulary and phrases i'm going to give you for today you will hear some more in my chat with shireen from an english nerd because now it's time to talk to a teacher here we go i'm a teacher you're a teacher so I'm pleased to welcome my first ever podcast guest. It's Shireen from An English Nerd. Uh, an English Nerd. Hi. That's the name of your Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Did I leave out any other social media uh, avenues you have? Those are the main ones. Yeah. Okay. Um, exactly. I'm Shireen from An English Nerd. Very happy to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on. Um, so here's what I know about Shireen. I'll tell you and then you can correct me and add stuff. So Shireen is an English teacher. Exactly. Uh, she is a nerd. Exactly. About English. <laughs> uh, she lives in Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's strange to say Minnesota with an English accent because I always hear it Minnesota where the, yeah. the T is a D. Is it strange to hear someone say Minnesota? Um, not really, I guess, but that's because I'm familiar with the British accent. But uh, yeah, yeah, all Americans would definitely say Minnesota with that uh -huh. flat T. Yeah. Uh, um, so what, what else did I miss? What, what else can, I, can we say? Do, uh, one thing I don't know is do you teach in classrooms as well as online? Um, no, so you got it right. Um, I have been teaching for almost 12 years, I guess, and I'm not teaching in the classroom right now, but uh, most of my experience is in the classroom. And it's because just been of, the past. Uh, 
sorry to interrupt because you're not teaching right now in the classroom because of the coronavirus no 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 I oh. stopped teaching two years ago so it's just the past two years that I've been teaching online um, and that's mainly because I left my job to get a master's degree and during that time I just went full-time and stopped working and started teaching online halfway through that okay and how did you find that uh, transition? Um, well, my master's degree was in um, technology and education. So it, ah. it started as kind of an experiment. Teaching online was kind of an experiment to go along with my master's degree. Mm -hmm. And um, it's very different, but I think that there are pros and cons to both, both um, situations whether it's face-to-face -face or online. Yeah, I agree. There are things you can, things I miss because I'm not teaching in classrooms right now because of COVID. There are things I miss yeah. about that, but then there are things that I can do online that I can't do in a classroom. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you're in Minnesota. You're in Minneapolis, <laughs> right? Um, I'm in a suburb of Minneapolis, so not far from Minneapolis, but not, not living in the city. Okay, the more so, boring part of Minnesota. Okay, so you've not really seen anything of the George Floyd protests? There's like, there's, do you sense a different atmosphere? Yeah, I mean, it's not really in front of my face, but I, I would say that, you know, watching the news, it feels very close to home. Um, but I haven't seen any protests or anything like that myself. So, okay. yeah. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about it? Um, I, I mean, it's something that I think that not only my state, but the whole world is becoming more aware of a problem that's always existed, mm. but that maybe we've just, um, I don't want to say we didn't care, but we're actually thinking about it now, which is, I mean, it's huge. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. I think with thinking about it a lot more than in the past and obviously there have been yeah. previous police police brutality events which have been shared on social media and then there have been other protests but this one feels different for some reason I think it's a really positive it's not a positive thing that it happened obviously but it's a really positive mm -hmm. thing that a movement has come out of it and um yeah um you're you're there Definitely. in the center not in the center of it because you're away from it but you're in the same state and it's really spread around the world great yeah yeah and I think for a lot, of, um, a lot of our audience, a lot of English learners in different countries and stuff, it m might not be something that, um, that they've thought of before either. So it's just, I don't know, it really has impacted the whole world. This one event that kind of um, is the straw that broke the camel's back, I guess. Right, yeah. Okay, uh, moving on, uh, let's get down to my subject of this podcast, which it, it seems very trivial to go into this from talking about George Floyd protests. Mm -hmm. um, so my, my subject today is going to the hairdressers. Yes, going where to we haven't been for a long time. Well, actually, <laughs> maybe you can tell, we're, we're speaking on Zoom now so we can see each other. Um, yeah. I actually have been recently, um, which I will probably mention at the start of the podcast. Yeah, I went... Um, at the weekend uh now okay. it's now it's wednesday um but before it was i i shaved it myself and then it <laughs> and grew how back was that? well that was okay i'd done it before when i was a, okay. a student <laughs> to save money um but my face was thinner back then um it was okay shaving it was fine it looked okay i had my wife finish the back of it okay uh, but then when it grows back it's all the same length all over yeah. And that's not a good look for my mm -hmm. liking. Um, but yeah, so you've not been to the hairdressers in how long? Oh, I mean, well, before lockdown started, it had already been a while. So for me, too, yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think for women, it's not as um, as we are used to our hair growing to longer lengths, usually than men. Not always, but yeah. Okay. Um, so when you do go to the hairdressers, what do you usually say? What do you usually ask for? 
Okay, so I am not very fussy about my hair. My hair is not um, thick and it's generally, it's straight and sadly flat. And so when I go to the hairdresser, I'm pretty flexible. I usually tell them to do whatever they want to do. Um, oh, that's I know brave. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want, I, I tell them I don't want it like shorter than, than my shoulders, for example. Um, but I'm usually pretty flexible. I think that people who have more difficult hair usually have larger requests. Um, but yeah, I usually ask for a trim. I usually just go for a trim. So I would take off just a few inches. Okay, a yeah. trim, okay. Um, I wanna pick up on a word that you said. You said, I'm not fussy, mm -hmm. I'm not fussy. And then you said the opposite. Uh, I'm flexible. Yes. Well, flexible is the opposite of fussy. So yeah, if a person mm. is, if a person is fussy, they um, are very particular about what they want. But you're not fussy, mm -hmm. right? You're not particular. No. Anything is okay. I'm not fussy. Um, and because I'm not fussy, I've had a bad haircut before. Oh well, that was actually one of my next questions. So uh, tell us about your bad haircut. Yeah, okay, so I told the hairdresser to do whatever she wanted, as I always do. Um, but this was a hairdresser I had never been to before. And I had really long hair, and she decided to give me one single layer, um, which was significantly shorter than the length of my hair. So it was like really long hair, and then one level, maybe four inches shorter than the rest it looked very very strange so then i had to cut the entire thing to be the shorter length you you had you cut it yourself afterwards oh, no 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 okay and actually i didn't know she did a terrible job until i went to work and my co-workers were like um something's wrong <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay that's that's yeah. good i think uh some people might be polite and not say anything mm. Uh, maybe you got on well with your co-workers and they were happy to say what, some, not what's up with that hair just uh, yeah. something's not quite right maybe teachers are honest <laughs> hmm yeah as far as I know <laughs> I suppose I wouldn't know if they weren't honest true <laughs> they were good at not being honest very true okay have you ever had well, that was one time. Have you ever had a very different style, a very different hairstyle to your regular hairstyle? So when I was a teenager, well, let me start by saying that for the majority of the time, my hair is long um, and I wouldn't go above my shoulders. But when I was a teenager, I once had like a little, I guess a short bob. It was like to my ears and um, it was angled, so the back was shorter than the front, okay. and they even shaved a little bit of the back. It wasn't my best look, so it's never happened again. <laughs> it never went back. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a pretty drastic change to go for a short bob mm -hmm. with uh, angles and shaves. Yeah. Uh, it was very different than uh -huh. my typical look. Okay. And Okay, mm -hmm. so what I want... Um, I've, at the beginning of this podcast, I have spoken about some vocabulary to do with hair. So let me ask you about yeah. putting your hair up. Are there different um, words, vocabulary that we can have for putting your hair up in different ways? Um, so I guess when you put your hair up, you can put your hair up in a ponytail or you could put your hair up in a bun. And if your bun isn't tidy, like mine right now, we would call it a messy bun. So my hair is just up in a messy bun. You can okay. throw your hair up into a messy bun or a ponytail. I like um, bun. Bun, uh, we should point out, is a, is a food, right? It's a small, sweet bread yes. roll kind of thing. So it's like having a, a small <laughs> bread roll on your head, a bun. I've actually never thought of that. You were no, absolutely right. I never right. made that connection, yeah. Yeah, it's like a little small bread roll. Um, and sometimes 
I put my hair half up, so I would just collect the top half of my hair and put it in a ponytail, or again, a small bun, an even smaller bun. Um, and I think those are my only hairstyles. I... You could put your hair into braids as well. Braids, yeah? You don't often braid your hair? Not usually, no. It's not common, no. I think, for... It's more of a thing you do when you're a kid, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. When you go to the hairdresser, do you like to talk with the hairdresser? That's a great question. Um, I feel obligated to talk with the hairdresser. Whether I like it or not, um, I'm going to say yes, because I think that it's awkward not to talk. So... Okay, so you prefer yeah. talking than the awkward silence. Yeah, I mean, you're too close to each other to not speak to one another. Um, yeah. What about you? Do you like to talk with the hairdresser? How does... Yeah, I, thanks for asking. Yeah, I, I, normally I do. Um, and what I like about talking with the hairdressers now is that... So I'm in Germany and my German is not perfect. So... It's an opportunity for me to um, have small talk, which is usually, you know, you can talk about very basic things, uh, where you live, what you, what you do for a job, where you're from. And, um, you know, it's, a, it's an opportunity for me to practice my German. But what sometimes happens is they'll ask me a question and I will answer. And I guess they will pick up that I'm not native and sometimes they just won't talk to me anymore. Oh no! Yeah, so maybe I don't know. Maybe um, maybe they think, oh, this is gonna this is gonna be too difficult, or uh, they think, oh, he he's uh, shy about his German. So then I will, you know, I will ask them a question, which I find awkward. Uh, you know, if they're not talking to me, if if yeah. I'm the one starting the conversation, I find that awkward because normally I think, hey, you're the hairdresser. Normally, they're the ones with the chat. I would like to think that the reason why they they choose not to talk to you once they know that um, you're foreign is that perhaps they don't want to make you feel nervous or uncomfortable. I would like uh, to think that that's the case. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but we never. I never speak in English to them. I always only use German. Yeah, but when I was in England. Yeah, um, I would chat with the hairdressers. Yeah. Um, and it's strange the random stuff that you end up talking about. You know, the, what's, what's, the, what's the stereotypical thing people normally talk about? Do you think? I think that usually the hairdresser starts the conversation and will ask you uh, what your job is, what you, you know, what you did today or what you're planning to do. And then that will usually carry the conversation into other things. You can end up getting really personal, especially if you keep seeing the same hairdresser. They'll know little tidbits about your life and they'll want updates on on those things yeah so. oh wow they must have huge memories right mm -hmm. they see so many people every day and mm -hmm. uh i guess after a while they remember all the details about their lives hmm. yeah my hairdresser in minnesota i would see her once a year just when i, I was living abroad and I, every year i would come home and get a haircut with her and she would always remember like where I left off the year before. Like, so last time when I saw you, you were planning to do this. Did you wow, do that? Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Ah, I wonder if she, because you make an appointment, right? You, you schedule yeah. your head. I wonder if she has a little notebook and after each client, <laughs> she'll write down some details. And then when she sees you're coming up again in the appointments book, just refresh. That's possible, right? <laughs> I don't yeah, think they really but... would do that. <laughs> but I would have to, because I would just think, oh, yeah, I've seen this seen this person before but chances are unless you've done something um really weird or really uh memorable yeah uh, i wouldn't, wouldn't remember where you're at most with most if yeah. i'm seeing like five or six people a day every day that's very true i don't mm. know maybe maybe she remembered me because it's unusual that i don't live at home um i'm not sure if 
she remembered everyone. Maybe I'm special. Don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yeah, she doesn't remember everybody. And then, yeah. oh. <laughs> it's definitely just me. Yeah. Um, okay, so, well, one stereotypical thing. May, I don't know if it's the same in America, um, but in England, the stereotypical thing is for a hairdresser to say, are you, are you going on holiday soon? Oh, you really? Been on holiday recently. Yeah, but I don't think they actually say that. But if, if you're going to do an impression of a hairdresser, you'll say, oh, have you got any holidays coming up? And then that will be... Interesting. Yeah. But I don't think any hairdresser has ever actually asked me that. I feel like people always end up talking about, like, their relationships. Like, if, if either their spouses or their boyfriend or girlfriend. I always hear people around me talking about, like, those personal aspects of their life. I don't know how they get there, yeah. but... <laughs> it must be interesting to work in a hairdresser and get all, all the gossip. Yeah, well, sometimes I, I can hear people whispering, um, you know, when you're sat in the chair and there's someone else next to you getting their hair cut, I can hear them whispering to each other. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's hairdressers with all these powerful secrets. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay, so what I want to do now uh, to give the learners some helpful vocabulary and phrases is role play getting your hair cut. Okay. So I'll be the hairdresser. Okay, are you going to ask me about my holiday? Uh, I might do. I probably won't because okay. I don't think that's realistic. Um, but you don't have to tell me any secrets about <laughs> relationships or whatever. But I think, I haven't thought about this, but I think I've actually got some scissors here. Oh, look at that. <laughs> so yeah, we can have the sound effects. It's a podcast. We can have the sound effects. Okay. So. Uh, oh, hi. You're here for your uh, 12 o'clock appointments. Shireen, is it? Yes, it is. I'm here for a haircut. Okay, so what would you like today? What can we do for you? I actually just want to get a trim, so no more than like mm, two inches. But if possible, do you, do you also wash and blow dry hair or is it just a dry haircut? Nope, we can do a wash, uh, cut and blow dry. Absolutely. Oh, perfect. Okay. Okay, perfect. so please uh, come over here and take a seat in front of the sink. Sure. And just... Bend your head back. Okay. Okay. Is that is that water the right temperature? Is it too hot, too it's cold? It's a little bit cold. Could you make it a bit warmer, please? Oh, yep. Okay. Sorry about that. I'm sorry. Thank you. The, the, the last uh, no, no. customer was a vampire. <laughs> no, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. So there we go. It's all washed. I'm just going to uh, wrap this towel around. Okay. And now, would you like to take a seat over there in that, in that seat? Okay, sure. Okay. I'll be with you shortly. Okay, thank you. Oh, would you like a water, tea, or a coffee? I would love a tea. What kind of tea do you have? Oh, well, we've got uh, most. We've got Earl Grey, Darjeeling, English breakfast, uh, green tea. A green tea sounds lovely. Green tea, yeah, okay. Green I'll get, tea. I'll get, uh, Cassandra, Cassandra, could you, could you get a green tea for the lady, please? Okay, thank you. Okay, Cassandra will be along shortly with your tea. And I've just got to find my, uh, my kit, my, my hairdressing kit. It's moved for some reason. I'll, I'll be with you in a second. Okay. No problem. Take your time. So I'm back now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So just a trim, yes? Yes, just a trim. Yeah, okay, please here don't we go. take two off inch. too much. Okay. Around two inches, okay. you said. Y yeah. No okay. more than two inches, please. No more than two inches. Okay. Okay, yeah. here we go. So you, uh, oh, it's been a while since you've had your haircut, right? With, with, with the COVID? Uh, yeah, I think my dead ends are probably pretty bad. The dead ends, yeah, let's have a look. Oh, they're not too bad, they're not too bad. We'll just get rid oh, of them good. here. Okay. Yeah. I try to take care of my hair. Yeah, oh, that's very important. Yeah. We actually have uh, some really great shampoos that you could try. Um, I'm actually not interested in purchasing any products today, but thanks. Okay, no problem. So are you going anywhere nice later? No, actually, I'm just going home. Just going home. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to say now. I can never I'm be like, a hairdresser. It's just, like, it's just like the real hairdresser. Yeah? It's a little okay. bit awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Oh, she didn't give me much to go on there. She's not going anywhere. What can I say now? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, damn it. Okay, let's... <laughs> we broke character completely. Uh. <laughs> I like... Do you like doing role play in the classroom when you're teaching? Um, yeah, I think that it is really, really useful. I find, though, that not, stu not all students are willing to role play, especially in, as in like an open character. They're fine with reading a dialogue, but a lot of people are really shy to invent a story. Yeah, I find the same. Either that or the opposite, where somebody will completely really get into it and absolutely take over <laughs> and have some ridiculous thing that happens in the, in, the, yeah. in the role play that would not happen in real life or something like that. Yeah. True. I also think that role play is slightly more uncomfortable for students over Zoom versus face-to-face -face. I don't know ah, interesting yeah I haven't haven't I haven't actually taught online um okay. since ironically before the pandemic so um okay that's it's a bit more you know when you're sitting next to each other you can be a bit more playful but when you're just like staring at each other's faces it feels very if you're not used to it I guess it seems very strange yeah I, uh, I, sprung, I sprung that on you. That's an interesting phrase. To spring something on someone means to, to do something by surprise. I, I didn't mm -hmm. tell you that we were going to do a role play before, so you weren't prepared. But I was like, she's a teacher. She can do role play. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. You did spring that in on me, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. No okay, uh, well, let's leave it there. Hey, this has been so good. Do you mind if I call you back next week to be on the next podcast? Of course. Let's do another one. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, thanks a lot for joining me. I'll see you next week, Shireen. Thank you so much, Rob. See you later. Bye. Bye. So there you go. Brilliant. That was my chat with Shireen. And yes, she will be back next week. So you will hear more from her. Now it's time for my phrasal verb of the week. Phrasal verb of the Okay, my phrasal verb for you this week. I wanted to try to stay close to the theme of having your hair cut. So here is a phrasal verb with cut. To cut down on. To cut down on. Or very similar, you can say to cut back on. To cut down on something. To cut back on something. And it means to do something less. Because thing is something negative, something unhealthy or unsafe. For example, you might try to cut back on cigarettes, cut down on cigarettes, and you can use the verb or the noun. You might try to cut down on smoking, cut back on smoking, or cut down on cigarettes, cut back on cigarettes. What else might you try to cut back on or cut down on? Ah. At the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic, toilet roll was rare <laughs> it was difficult to buy toilet roll in the shops because lots of people were buying it so because of this many people were trying to cut back on how much toilet paper they used they were trying to cut down on how much toilet paper they used so instead of just being very liberal and taking four or five squares per wipe people were just using one or two they were trying to cut back on or cut down on toilet paper. That's my phrasal verb of the week. To cut down on or to cut back on. Phrasal verb of the week. And now it's time to hear from some English learners. It's time to learn. Time to learn from the learners. English learners. Learners, it's your turn. This week I asked you, have you ever had a bad haircut? And I got some great answers. Now listen, this is the first time I'm doing this. Every time I play an audio clip from somebody, I will ask you a question, ask you something to listen for when you're listening so that you are listening with a reason. So the first person we're going to hear from is Azar from Iran. And my question for you is, was her new haircut 
short or long? Was her new haircut short or long? Here's Azar. Hi, dear Rob. Yes, I had a bad haircut in the past time. The uh, the hairdresser uh, cut my hair similar to boy haircut. It wasn't my desire. Okay, so yes, it was like a boy's haircut. So it was short. Okay, and just a couple of things uh, to tell you there, Azar. Um, you said. In the past time, in the past time. Now, in English, if you say in the past time, we're talking about really, really far in the past, a different time when the dinosaurs were around. Um, when what else can I say? In Britain, in the maybe the Tudor times, or you're talking maybe about the Stone Age or the Iron Age. A completely different time in history, then you can say in the past time because they're different times. But what you want to say is just in the past, in the past. And I want to pick out a pronunciation. Be careful with the pronunciation of hair, hair. Today we're talking about hair, getting your hair cut. So hair, which is the same sound as Air, which you breathe, or fair. If it's justified, it's fair, fair, air, hair. That long air sound. But what I heard from you was her, like him or her, and you're using that sound like in bird or fur or here. Heard. So be careful. It's not. I want to get my hair cut. It's I want to get my hair cut. Now, to be fair to you, Azar, there are parts of England where they would say her, like in Newcastle, I believe they would say her. But the most accepted, perceived pronunciation, English pronunciation of hair is hair. Okay. Next, let's hear from Chen from Taiwan, and my question for you: What to listen out for is, was it Chen's choice to have a haircut? Was it Chen's choice to have a haircut? Have a listen. Hi, it's from Chen. Yes, I have had a bad haircut. I would rather say that I have um I had a bad. Experience when I was a little girl, uh, because my mom and my, my auntie they forced me to do the haircut. But I would love to my my long hair instead of short hair. They thought I was a student, so it's better for me if I have a short hair to save time to wash my hair or to do my、uh, brush my hair. So I'm. I was pretty sad when they are doing my haircut. So was it Chen's choice? It wasn't. Her mum and auntie forced her. They forced her. Um. Okay. But I want to talk about that Chen because you said my mum and auntie forced me to do the haircut. My mum and auntie forced me to do the haircut. Like this, it means that they force you to do it yourself. Perhaps that's what you mean. If that is what you mean, then you're right. They force me to do the haircut. But if somebody else was cutting your hair, if a hairdresser was cutting your hair, then you would use the passive. My mum and auntie forced me to have my haircut. This is why, throughout all of this, I'm saying to have or to get your haircut because you don't do it. The hairdresser cuts your hair. That's the active. But normally we don't talk about the hairdresser. We're talking about you. So we're using the passive because you are not the actor. So you're having or getting your hair cut. Okay, Chen used some fantastic、uh, verbs.、Uh, she said that with shorter hair, it would be easier to wash, to wash your hair, to brush. You can say brush or comb your hair. To brush your hair is just fine. 
and she said to do, to do your hair. This is something we say, to do your hair. For example, when I wake up in the morning before I go to work, it takes me maybe 10 seconds to do my hair. When I get out of the shower, I put in a bit of gel and I use a hairbrush to brush it this uh, to the right and then side parting this bit to the left. I don't mean this to sound sexist, but ladies, sometimes it takes ladies longer to do their hair, to do their hair. Another thing to point out for Chen is, Chen said, I was pretty sad when they are doing my haircut. I was pretty sad, it's fine because it is in the past. I was pretty sad when they are doing my haircut. They are doing means it's happening right now. That's the present continuous tense. So we need to change that tense. I was pretty sad when they cut my hair. Or I was pretty sad when they made me get my hair cut because again, they didn't cut your hair. You could also say I was pretty sad when I was having my hair cut. So then you're taking all of it into the past when I was having my hair cut, the past continuous. So you're talking about when it was happening. Another thing to point out for Chen is, uh, Chen, you said, I was pretty sad when they are doing my hair. So we've got two tenses there. I was pretty sad. Great, because it's in the past. But when they are doing my hair, when they are doing, so present continuous meaning it's happening now, but it's not happening now. So not they are doing when they were doing. I was pretty sad when they were doing my hair. Oh, doing my haircut. Yeah, that's also fine. Okay, uh, and Chen said it wasn't just a bad haircut, but a bad experience. And it, it, it sounds like it. I really like that line. Not just a bad haircut. I would rather say it was a bad experience. Great. Next, let's hear from Sarah. Sarah, who is half Egyptian, half Filipino. Uh, my question for you is, what part of her hair is she mainly talking about? What part of her hair is she mainly talking about here? I've had a bad haircut when I try to trim my bangs because it gets shorter than it has to be and lays on in the same level. So it's so damaged and I regret it. And it was the worst haircut I've ever done at home. So which part of her hair is she talking about? She's talking about her bangs. I tried to trim my bangs. Okay, trim. Great word. Bangs. Great word. Hey, I would not say bangs. I would say fringe, but you're not British. You're not American. You guys can choose the British or American versions of every word. Wait. That was confusing. There's not a British and American version of every word. Just some words. Okay. Uh, but Sarah, again, with you here, uh, we need to talk about tenses because you said, uh, it gets shorter. Layers aren't level. It's so damaged. These are all present simple, meaning now or in general all the time. But you also said, I tried to trim my bangs and it was the worst haircut I've ever done at home. These are past simple. So these make them in the past. And what I think here is that you should make them all past simple. I tried to trim my bangs. It got shorter. Layers weren't level. It was so damaged. It was the worst haircut I've ever done at home. Because all of this happened in the past. So we should use past simple. Next, it's Tika. Tika is not an English learner. She's another English teacher. She's someone who I um, have contact with on Instagram. Uh, she has the channel Tika Teaches English. Uh, another great teacher. And my question for you is, is Tika talking about her own hair or someone else's? Is Tika talking about her own hair or someone else's? Have a listen. Um, not me, 
but my sister once had a very bad haircut experience. She asked the hairdresser to cut her in a full fringe and she didn't have any fringe at all before this and they did. She was maybe about 10 or 11 at the time. So they cut her in a full fringe and she hated it and she cried in front of the hairdresser and the best part is it was her birthday and they brought her a little cupcake and a candle and she cried because she hated her hair so much. Was she talking about her own hair? No, she was talking about her sister. Her sister having a haircut and crying because she didn't like it. So sad. Uh, but Tika gave us a great piece of uh, vocabulary there. Something I didn't mention exactly in the introduction. So I, I told you what a fringe was. Tika used the verb to cut her in a full fringe. If you don't have a fringe already, you can cut in a fringe. Well, really, you should ask someone to cut you in a fringe. And that means to get a fringe when you didn't have one before. Okay. They were my learners for this week. Uh, make sure you are on my Facebook page. And my Instagram account if you want to be on the podcast in the future. And listen, I know I'm correcting your English here, but please don't feel upset that you um, have your mistakes pointed out. The way we learn is from learning from our mistakes. And if you are making mistakes um, and I'm correcting them, then you are learning. And other learners who might have made the same mistakes are learning. And hey, you might send me something with no mistakes and we can just look at uh, the great language that you used and learn from that too. Okay, now it's time for a song. I want to try to end every podcast with a song. And here is a great YouTube channel with lots of grammar songs on. It's called Grammar Rocks. Grammar Rocks, not Rocks. Grammar Rocks. Grammar Rocks with three exclamation marks. I'm sure if you search Grammar Rocks, you will find it. But if you want to know that you found exactly the right channel, it's Grammar Rocks with three exclamation marks. So I suppose I should say Grammar Rocks. And this guy, Patrick, who makes these songs and he also makes these really cool, trippy, psychedelic videos as well with Lots of green screen happening, lots of patterns going on, lots of weird locations that he uses. Um, I really like the videos as well as the music, which is really well produced. And he makes songs which are catchy. Catchy meaning, um, you know, it's a melody which really can stick in your head and is really nice to sing along to. So uh, Patrick's song, which I chose today, is about prepositions of time and place and there is a link here with uh, getting your haircut because if you need an appointment you will need to use some prepositions of time and a useful thing which you will hear in this song is the lyrics in is general on is more precise at is very 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 much precise and it's true in is general. For example, I'm getting my hair cut in the morning. Okay, that's very general. It doesn't really tell us much about when. I'm getting my hair cut in the morning on Tuesday. Ah, okay, more precise. Now we are getting a bit closer to being able to know when. I'm getting my hair cut in the morning on Tuesday at nine o'clock. At nine o'clock. Okay, at is very, very, very much precise. See, this song, a really useful way to remember some of these prepositions of place and time. And there are loads more in the song. Here we go. Rock out to this and I'll see you in the podcast next week. Thanks a lot for listening. Bye.
very, 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 very much precise. Very, very, very much precise. Preposition. Preposition. 